I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Colette Miller, Director, Payment Solutions of MoneyCorp Americas. What we're talking about today is not actually financial technology itself, but it's the people, and particularly the female people, because there has been a she-session as a result of COVID-19. What's actually going on? Definitely, Robin, a lot of women are under a lot of pressure, I think, to, you know, be at home, look after children, cater to partners and husbands, and also keep up with work schedules. I think it's definitely a a genuine concern. I think, let alone in January, 80% of the uh, workforce that left the market in the US alone, 80% of that were female. So I think the numbers definitely speak for themselves. And they speak for themselves in a depressing kind of way. What can we do about this? How do we maintain workplace parity and diversity? Obviously, it's going to be more difficult in the face of the pandemic, but we appear to be on a path out of that now. So what needs to be done now? What needs to be done in the future? Because we're missing out. Business is missing out on a great resource. No, definitely agreed. I think the the way out and sort of the path to sort of making that change is open uh, communication in different corporations and having that sort of endorsed and supported on a, on a cultural level within the company so that if people are requiring more flexible work hours. And I don't think even the nine to five is sort of the norm anymore. I think people are working earlier in the morning, later in the evening. I think you can definitely achieve your workload regardless of the actual hours in the day you're working. So I think having companies encourage flexible hours and accommodating people's personal schedules is definitely going to be one huge step to achieving that. And even work from home, of course. Correct, yes. Now, I note a number here. In 2019, women's global representation on executive committees in major financial services firms was only 20%. Is it time for positive discrimination? Yes. No, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of women are sort of facing various challenges, but I think that the, the dynamic is, is changing as well in that a lot more females will look out and, and search for mentors and people to help them and support them along that ladder and supporting each other in terms of moving up in the organization and just finding out what it looks like to be in a role that maybe they, they wish to achieve. I think that's definitely something we're seeing a lot more across the industry and not just across the finance industry, but I would say across the, uh, the female workforce, I think even the, the lean-in organizations that, that have sort of started growing around the world are definitely having a lot of traction. Are you somebody that a younger woman should look to be uh, mentored by? I mean, I have actually have, have several people within my industry that I have been helping, uh, whether they're people who've just sort of broken into the industry sort of by, by default. I think sort of COVID has forced people to reassess where they want to work. And I do actually have two um, acquaintances who've now become friends and I have sort of support in learning more about the industry, what the opportunities look like, and not to sort of feel so daunted by something maybe that's an unknown. So it has some has been something that I've obviously been on the receiving end of and also happy to support people looking to sort of have that that level of support as well. You may be inundated after this podcast, of course, but perhaps I shouldn't worry you. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Corporate culture needs to be unraveled and rebuilt. Correct. Yes. And I do think, you know, corporate culture is definitely one of the huge factors that I think allows not just women, but, you know, individuals to flourish by by having their work-life balance accommodated. I think a lot of people are, regardless of COVID, are in more caregiver situations as well, looking after elderly or sick family or friends. I think there's also that dynamic to consider as well. And and just having a, a 
an HR group or team that are much more approachable and easy to work with. And I think just feeling that they are allowed to communicate and that there's no sort of like shame in asking for accommodations and flexibility. I think that's going to be a huge, a huge push. Well, let me put you specifically and your firm back under the spotlight. I understand 45% of the workforce is female. That makes you a bit of a standout, doesn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. 40, I think it's actually 40, 46, I believe. It's, it's quite a good number. And I think it's definitely a number to be quite proud of. We have a great amount of diversity, not just across the workforce in general, but also our leadership team. And I do think our sort of industry, sort of like the payment solutions industry or sort of the MSB fintech space does actually value skill set. And I think people are sort of headhunted and seeked out within the industry based on their knowledge and what they can bring to a company because it's so competitive. So I don't think that, you know, gender necessarily is something that is a huge swaying factor. But I think people's skill set is definitely what they what they're, you know, sought out for. Having said that, what would you say is different about the culture within Money Corp Americas compared to that elsewhere that makes that number 46%, you say, not 45%, I apologize. What makes that number different in, in Money Corp Americas? What's the difference in the corporate culture you have compared to what you've seen elsewhere? I think it definitely starts at the top. It's definitely, a, you know, it's a leadership trait, I think, as well. And it's definitely something that here at Money Corp Americas, you know, Bob Dow would, would fully support and endorse. He's very open and collaborative and definitely supports his team, whether they be me, female or male. So I think it definitely it's something that is encouraged and flourishes from the top. Taking a step forward from the organizations within the fintech sector, organizations like yourselves, what about the customers? Do you see anything from customers that would lead you to suggest there should be products for women or there should be more attention paid to women's particular financial needs as opposed to those of of men? I'm not sure if, if in terms of like products specifically for clients, but I do think when we are looking at sort of the customer service and the more deliverable aspect of what we actually do as a company in Money Corp, a lot of the um, activity and traction that we have is working with female counterparts. A lot of the the people on the day-to-day operational pieces at our various clients do tend to be female as well. And I think just sort of having that sort of collaboration, attention to detail and having that sort of level of understanding has definitely streamlined and enhanced the deliverables for clients. Finally, as I said earlier, we see a road out of the pandemic. How realistic do you think it is that business is going to learn, is going to change? And will all those female jobs that have been lost actually come back? Yeah, no, I think, you know, the pandemic has definitely shown a lot of people and a lot of companies that, you know, working from home and providing flexible hours is something that doesn't prevent successful management and successful businesses. So I do think a lot of this flexibility hopefully will remain and even continue. I think having people even work remotely in different time zones and accommodate people's lifestyles is something that a lot more companies are actually encouraging. Colette Miller, Director of Payment Solutions of Money Corp Americas, thank you very much.